everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Tasteful Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Jordan. And this is a show where we never know who's meant to introduce this episode. No, we think it's Aaron, but we're not sure. Well, I know it's Aaron. Jordan doesn't know. Okay, well, I'll I'll, I'll allow it this week, Aaron. How about that, hey? How have you You'll, been, buddy? Oh, I've been holidaying. Holidaying. It's, yes. It's currently Sunday, the 11th of October, and it's the last day of my of holidays. holidays. At least for Aaron. He's going back to work tomorrow. Yes, yes. Did you get up too much over these past couple of weeks, As No, I really should have done more. Well, the biggest thing I did was I kind of watched the entire series of Community. Which we'll be doing a recap later on. Yes, because Jordan also finished it as well. I just finished it a couple of days ago. Um, and yeah, we've got a lot of talks about there. So if you're a fan of Community or if you haven't seen it later on... Um, if you haven't seen it, pause it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch all six seasons and yeah. then you can come back and listen to this. Yeah, but the last fifth and sixth seasons are only like half the size. So it's essentially five long seasons. So but it has it's to be as... six seasons so then they can make a movie. Exactly, exactly. We'll be into, we'll be getting into the uh, community later on. But first off, Aaron, I would like to share some love, okay? Love. Yesterday, I realized... That you and I have been friends for 13 years. Really? 13 years is how long we've known each other. Well, wow. we've been friends for about 12 of those years. <laughs> there was like a year break in like year five where we became enemies. And yes. Aaron, I just want to let you know that I really appreciate you. I appreciate everything you do for me um, and also for everyone around you. You're an incredibly professional person, um, but also heart of gold. And I just wanted to let you know that, you know, um, I, I find that. Too, too often these days, people don't share appreciation as much as we can, and I, I think it's, it's it, I think it's probably been a while since I've probably done that for you, and I just like to do that while I can get some um, nice points for doing it in, in a public forum. So. <laughs> right, <laughs> no, I was kidding. about to say, <laughs> um, Jordan, are you trying to guilt trip me into saying something no, positive no, about no, no, you, no, 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 no. or are you are you feeling bad that I haven't been as supportive of you lately? No, that, no, that, that's, that's, okay. that's not the intention at all. So since you don't have any ulterior motives, thank you from the bottom of my heart for saying that. Oh, that's okay. No worries, man. And I would encourage any viewer to, um, viewer, listener to- Send uh, an email to the Tasteful Podcast saying, thank you, Aaron, for everything <laughs> no. you do. Yeah. Uh, find someone that you appreciate and let them know how much you appreciate them, okay? There's, there's always, there's always, you know- there's always um, someone. There's always someone you can um, you can appreciate more than, than you currently do. <laughs> we have a really nice snack this time. I'm yes. just gonna go run and grab it while Aaron stalls. Okay, I have to stall. Um, I haven't stalled in a while, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put on my glasses. You can't see this at all, so it really isn't helping at all. Um, so Jordan, he's a great guy. He works at KFC. I hope he can get me some free food. Jordan, please get me some free food. Please. It's all I ask of you. It's the only reason I'm friends with you because I knew one day you'd be working there and that you'd be able to do that for me. And now he's wearing glasses. <laughs> um, you'll have to listen to that little um, stalling. I'd love to. And, and then you'll understand about the glasses. Sure. Okay. Now the glasses are coming off. Aaron, describe to me what you have in front of you. I have a bar bubblegum soda made yes. in the UK. Yeah, so we have um, a bubblegum flavored soda by a company called Bar, B-A-R-R. Bar. Um, I only just realized that it's a non-sugar 
soda, unfortunately. I way prefer sugar sodas because I feel as though if you're going to drink soft drink, it might as well be sugary. Well, it's got zero grams fat, zero of which are saturated, zero <laughs> carbohydrates, if zero which fat in of this, sugar. I would be very oh, concerned. Oh, Jordan, Jordan, this is concerning though. There's 0.03 grams of salt. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's, only, it's only seven kilojoules? Wow. That's probably... From where? Where do you get that from? Oh, I'm reading the. Um, yeah, no, but like, wh- wh- where one. are the kilojoules from? Up the top. Co- yeah, but like, oh. yeah, but- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just got what you meant. What you meant? <laughs> probably the flavoring. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not on the ball, Daddy. Today. Where does milk come from? From the bottle, mate. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's do you want even to try? What's the ingredients first? Sure, we have... Carbonated water. We have acid, citric acid. Regulator. Oh, no, sorry, flavoring. Acidity regulator, which is <laughs> trisodium citrate. Uh, sweeteners. Which is acyl- acylflame. Preservatives. K, sucralose. And color. Potassium sorbate. And the color is brilliant blue. It, this oh, it's a blue color. Yeah. <gasps> That's so should awesome. We, should we crack it? Let's crack it. Best sound ever. You go first. Oh, yeah. Now time for mine. Ready? Oh, yeah. Mm. All right, smell. How smell? Do you know what it smells like? It smells like bubble gum you get from a bubble gum dispenser yeah. at a store. Yeah, exactly. Like, probably. What's I'm, in this? I'm, right, I'm back at Timbertown right now. I mean, that little Timbertown's... Um, Lolly shop, you know that you know the one? No. It's a little lolly store in Timbertown that smells exactly like this. Like that kind of like powdered candy lollipop flavoring. This reminds me more of Target, to be honest. Oh really? Because <laughs> they had a gobble um, a gobble bum. A gobble bum. <laughs> Bubblegum dispenser in um the toy section. And, and you can is, even it's it's exactly what it tastes like, it's smell. You can even see it's blue. Yeah. Do you wanna give it a try? I'm ready. No, I don't want to. Alright, ready, let's go. What are your thoughts? This tastes like liquid Panadol. You think so? Yeah. Like liquid raspberry Panadol. It has a like it has a bubblegum flavor. Yeah. But the aftertaste makes it taste like Panadol. Wow. I really like it. Do you, yeah. What what are your thoughts on it? Do you Is is this Panadol a turn off? As I go on it gets better, mm-hmm. which is be- which is different to Bubble gum, because usually the more you chew it, the less flavor wow. it has. This is like... This is the anti-bubble gum. Yeah. And that blue is super... Like, you can... Like, even when I cracked open the can and you could see the liquid between... Like, you know that little leftover bit of metal that goes inside the actual can? Mm-hmm. You could really even see the blue there. And I can even see how blue it is just from the resting bits of, like, liquid around is the it blue rim. blue on my tongue? No. Yeah. Not mine either. But... I think this is great. You know what? It's growing on me. <laughs> yeah. I think... The more I taste it, the more subtleties I can taste in the flavor. It's not super overwhelming. Yeah. Like, and I think that is attributed because it doesn't have sugar. It's like a no sugary kind of thing. Um, Yet I still feel bad about drinking it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I always <laughs> much prefer actual sugar rather than non-sugar. Even though it doesn't have like the killer the kilojoules and whatnot, I, I just 
I'm a bit I'm a bit conservative like that, I guess. You like to conserve your sugar. Let's say sure. Sure. <laughs> Would you have one like if you were feeling thirsty? Let's say you were what's a situation in which you would buy one of these? And let's say that they were just as expensive as other soft drinks. You could get it at any other place you'd find other soft drinks. I'd get another soft drink because I'd barely drink soft drink as it is. I'd mm. usually get something like a Fanta or a Lyft. It does honestly taste a little bit like Fanta, if you really think about it. A bit like Raspberry Fanta. Mm. It's got a lot of subtle flavors to it. Yeah. Super complex. I'm really actually happy with it. Mm. Uh, it's a, it's a, un- it's, it's still a unique flavor though, and I definitely unique recommend what? it. I got a can. I think it's like two dollars thirty five a can at Woolies. Um, I would recommend going to a Woolies. They might have an international section, or maybe Coles will have it in there. So, where does this rest on our snack <clears throat> tier list? On our snack tier list. So currently we have cherry coke at top. Then we have Twinkies. Twinkies. Then we have Ding Dongs. Ding Dong. And then we have Bubblegum Soda. Do you think it's the bottom? Oh, I just put it in there. I didn't uh, yeah, realize I think... that that was our ranking. <laughs> <laughs> Silly. Okay. I honestly think it probably deserves second place. And here is my reasoning. Mm-hmm. I find eating a whole Twinkie to be too much, actually. I think it's actually too much for me just because I'm not much of a cream kind of guy. Um, the Ding Dongs, you know, I wasn't really much of a fan. I didn't actually even finish that one Ding Dong. Right. I could only eat half a Ding Dong. Um, and obviously, Cherry Coke is the best so far. Even though I'm op- I'm totally open. I, I, I don't want our, our listeners to uh, to think that I'm... That cherry coke is going to stay at the top. I want to dethrone cherry coke. I will say that. I want to find something even better. Right. Okay. But I don't think bubblegum really reaches that mark yet. Although I think it comes in second place. Aaron, what are your thoughts? Yeah. I'd say... It's settled then. (laughs) I'd say second place. Like, well, I I like Twinkies more than it. Okay. Okay. No, I'm going to give you this one. <laughs> no, you're not giving me anything. We're, we're settling on this because you know what's going to happen? Next week, you're going to like a snack better than Cherry Coke and then I'm going to have to give you that one. What if next week... <laughs> what if next week I get Ellie to make that um, popcorn again? And that is our snack. We'll see. I don't know what that would... I don't know how that's going to... Go down, Aaron. I don't know what's gonna how that's gonna cause a rift b- between you and I. Maybe we will have to be enemies again. Wow. Maybe year five, round two is coming up. <laughs> year ten, round twenty. <laughs> so we'll put okay, it. Okay, fine. Like well, if, if if you like Twinkies better, I'm happy to leave that in to put Twinkies in second place and Bubblegum in third because I'm not gonna say like. I wouldn't have a second can of this. I wouldn't be able to do another can of this, you know. Even that's too much. Um, yeah, I'm. I I just feel like I'd go for a Twinkie before I'd go for a bubblegum soda. Okay, so what what kind of question are we asking here with the snack? Is it which one's the best, or maybe we should do which one do we recommend the most for someone to try? Right. 
I thought we discussed or, this. I'm not I sure. thought we talked about this when we first started. Oh, like, probably. Because <laughs> we were like, oh, how like how do we want to rank these? Do we want to rank these in like every snack in the world or just within our little bubble of what we've right. had? You're right. You're right. You're right. And I'm fairly and, sure and- we decided on just in our little bubble of what we've had. So that's why Cherry Coke is top. Yes. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about between every snack. I'm saying, should we judge these? Against each other still, but do we, is number one the one that we're recommending the most or is number one the best, but not necessarily for everyone? That's my question. Well, the, I've, I've, I personally think I would suggest to someone to get a Twinkie before they try this. You know what? I would actually have to agree. I'd have to agree because, like, a Twinkie is a bit more of a classic. Yeah, than, it's it's very oh, iconic. Bubblegum. Very iconic. That's so, why I'm, that's why I'm leaning towards. I'd go for a Twinkie before I'd go for bubblegum. Sure. Let's do rank number two, Twisty. Number three, bubblegum. Number four, Ding Dong. The snack leaderboard is slowly building, ladies and gentlemen. Sure is. We've even got a table for it. Exactly. It's got two columns, six rows. And we have the titles, rank, and item. Very nice. Yes. So, Aaron, tell me about what you've been up to lately. <laughs> I've got a couple of stories for you, Jordan. A couple of stories? Yes. Interesting. This year just hasn't been my year. Yeah? For me interacting with animals. Right. <laughs> I'm not sure if I've told you, but I'll retell all these stories for the audience anyway. I don't think you have, because <laughs> nothing's coming to mind. But basically... I have made a list on my phone called The Great Chase because I have now officially been chased by four different animals this year. Oh, right. Okay. I don't know this story. So this all started pretty early on this year before COVID even hit. Wow. I was just walking around in the front yard and a dingo started following me. Oh. Um, it kind of gets between me and the house. So I'm like, okay, I'll keep oh, my no, distance. I remember this story, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I'll keep my distance and I'll just get back to the house. I start getting back to the house and it starts following me. I start speeding up. It starts speeding up with me. Yeah. Like, to be honest, it was just curious. It wasn't trying to attack me or anything. Otherwise, it would have attacked me ages ago. Yeah. But I still just didn't like the fact that I was being followed by a dingo. Yeah. So I got home and he kind of, I got to like just out the front and he was about five meters away from me across the driveway and he stopped finally. So that was my first animal encounter this year. Second one was a kangaroo. I was just out walking in the front yard again. I stand up on a stump that sits out in the middle of our front yard and I look over and about 10 meters away I see a mother mother kangaroo with their joey. Lovely. That's the best combination. (laughs) Out of nowhere, the mum stands up looks at me and starts coming towards me. Oh. I like the I didn't freak out straight away because like a couple days earlier, we we're literally just out behind my I was walking around like just out behind my bedroom. Yeah. And like I got around like two meters away from them. And wow. like the mum yeah. even like came close to me while they were just eating the grass. Like so she didn't think I was a threat then. Yeah. But then for some reason, this day, she comes out, she starts coming towards me. I'm like, oh, she's just coming over to look again. She gets about a meter away from me and I just hear this growl. So I just, wow. I jump off the um, the stump and just book it towards the house. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> growl. Yeah. I've never heard a kangaroo growl it's before. It's terrifying. <laughs> like, it's not that loud because kangaroos aren't loud. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. like, I, did, I couldn't hear anything until basically she was on top of me. <laughs> but, like, and she chased Put me all the way to about, like, across the driveway. So, about five meters away from me. Interesting. So, I, like, I was terrified. Like, what if she follows me up into the house like what would happen then like i wouldn't be able yeah, to it's get just gonna have to be a part time. of your family aaron you're gonna have to get a new room <laughs> you're gonna have to make a room at the table <laughs> this next one is hilarious though okay i'm walking around the front yard and the dingo is no. in the in the kangaroo's pouch <laughs> and the dingo goes rough that's the one rough after him rough that probably would have been better than what actually happened oh, okay there was a duck what i I don't know there was a duck in the front yard and like i was just walking around like i normally do then i kind of get near to the duck and then it starts like chasing at me like with its like not even quacking like just with its beak open wait is this also in your front yard yeah what's going on with your front yard what's going on with me being chased by animals just just so everyone's clear aaron does not live in suburbia (laughs) so it's not like aaron has like a animal trap in his front lawn he, he does live in a semi-nature-ish setting so like it's not uncommon to see animals but like i got chased by a duck <laughs> did it nip you no uh, I, I could outwalk it like that's how oh, slow okay. ducks are and like then it just left me alone but a couple of nights ago on tuesday night so it's actually more than a couple of nights ago i was out doing my usual night run uh-huh and I kind of stopped and was just walking at this point, just as a bit of a recovery on my way home. And I'm walking past this kind of corridor that goes behind some people's houses before there's like this nature reserve area. And I hear this growl. It's pitch black. I point my torch down this nature corridor. There's this dog running at me from, and they're literally at the opposite side of the road. Wow. Like, the dog wasn't even barking or anything. Like, it was just growling. Like, it was straight up oh. going to attack me. <laughs> Yay. So, I literally bolted about 500 meters. Probably wow. the fastest sprint I have ever done <laughs> yeah. for the longest time I've ever done. Just yeah. to make sure I didn't get attacked by a dog. Interesting. Yeah. So, I now officially have a list of um, <laughs> yeah. animals that it's called the Great Chase. The Great Chase. Because I am just going to assume that I'm going to be chased by more animals this year. Like, it's just a fact at this point. Oh, this must... (gasps) This is Dylan. Hey! He's calling back. Now for a... A very abrupt uh, segment segment of... The Dylan Report. Although we have the audio for that one. And now for... The Dylan Report. We were just, uh, I just called you up before just to ask permission if you'd like to podcast later on. And by ans- and by calling Jordan back, you have instantly that's, granted him that's permission. That's consent enough. <laughs> Dylan, how, Dylan, you, you are in the, in the epicenter of the coronavirus outbreak 2020 for Australia. Um, as a worker on the front lines, can you tell me what it's like out there? Dylan, take it away. virus it gets pretty tough like you know saving people left and right by you know punching them in the face when they don't wear a mask and then mm-hmm. restraining them so they can't infect others it's, it's difficult work you know because a lot of these people are really overweight and you've got to throw them into the back of the van and 
you got to deal with them. And it's just so many, more than you think. Yeah. You'd, you'd, mm. you'd think that Melbourne is full of people um, that are the opposite of um, of uh, anti-maskers, I guess you could say. But Well, you know, well, keep in mind, most of the people are good law-abiding citizens. They do their job and they do their job well and they keep, keep peace and keep calm. They know what's what. But of course, you've got what? all those little people who need to just be put the black mask on and get them out of the site because they can contaminate our fair society down here. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know how you guys are handling it up there, but down here we have to do what we do, what we got to do. Well, we don't have to wear masks at KFC anymore. So, that's how we're doing. <laughs> Wait, so people don't have to wear or you as the workers don't have to people, wear? Uh, workers don't have to. People don't even really oh, have okay. to wear either. So that's where we're up to. <laughs> Hooray! Dylan, how long has it been since you've been in Melbourne? Um, I want to say July. And how, how are you finding this isolation away, tucked away? You're at your mother's house, correct? I am. Are you, are you feeling a bit lonely? Because he's got great friends like Jordan and I to keep him company. Yay! Well, Plus, Dylan, I've got me mum and me jet and then random people showing up on horseback saying, Hey, Dylan, where's your mum? And I'm sorry, you came the one day she's not here. Let me entertain you instead. Well, and- <laughs> <laughs> um, Aaron has a task for you. Oh, joy. Yeah, come on, Aaron. What's Dylan's task? I don't know. <laughs> I've just, I've just sprung that on Aaron. Yeah, you just put him on the spot. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm drawing he, a he face was, at the moment. He, he, drew, he was drawing a smiley face on the iPad. What, what, what should we get Dylan to do, Aaron? Catch the coronavirus to tell us how bad oh, it Dylan, actually is. You need to give us an exclusive coronavirus report. <laughs> um, um, you need to go contract it yourself. And give us a a, a blow by blow of, of the ins and outs of the coronavirus. Dylan, how, how do you find how do you find this proposition? Well, my mama said stay away from the sick people because they'll get you the virus, and we can't have that. But you know what she doesn't know won't hurt her. It, it'll be worth it, Dylan. We'll I'll transfer you five bucks. <laughs> oh well, you know that'll that'll go a long way down to Victoria. I think so. All right, Dylan. Well, thank you very much for this exclusive report. We'll be hoping to um, check in with you again uh, next week. Radio, and look forward to it. Look forward to it. All right, Dylan. Sign off for us. This is Dylan signing off from the war zone that is Victoria. Cheers, Dylan. Bye. Bye. Bye, Dylan. What a lovely man. What a man. What a lad. What a lad. Now, Aaron, do you have another, I, I hear you have another story for us. Yes. So <laughs> my sister came into um, town for a couple of days and got to spend a bit of time with my, I was going to say grandson. <laughs> That's not right. With my nephew. <laughs> um, but uh, while she was in, I was like, oh, yeah, I've actually recorded myself sleeping a couple of times because, like, we were talking about our sleep patterns and stuff. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm a really disturbed sleeper. And really? I, I deleted all the old footage of me sleeping. So I was like, okay, I'll record me sleeping again um, tonight. And I was, and I showed her the next morning. And 
it's surprising what goes on while I'm asleep. Okay. This sounds really interesting. Is it... This is a motion detecting? Yes. So this motion detects. So basically every single event... Whoa, whoa. Okay, so Aaron is now getting up out of his bed and just kind of looking around. And you were asleep during this? What? You're just looking around. Well, okay. I wasn't... Aaron! You're getting out of bed. Yeah. You're getting out of bed? Yeah. I wasn't strictly asleep. I remember waking up and checking the time. I don't remember looking at the roof or like looking around my room with my phone lights. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Aaron, he's he's just kind of standing up and he's just kind of like zombie like he turned on his flash. He got his phone, he turned on his flash and he's looking around and that's it. Yeah. It, amazing. That that really shows like how I'll, I'll say that um how interesting it is for like sleepwalkers how aware we are of things even when doing them subconsciously. Mm-hmm. Um that you know, we're so accustomed to our phone that we can literally use them in our sleep. Yeah. Which it's not, you know, our strict sleep. It's not like we're not REM sleep or anything like that or deep sleep by any st- stretch of the imagination. But but like we're asleep enough that we can't remember what happens. Yeah. Um, and this is another one. I was definitely asleep. This was at like um, 12.25. All right. So you're just kind of in your bed. You're getting up. So. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I full on sit up in bed and then like. He brush brushes my, his I hair. I brush my hair to the side. <laughs> Like it's ever since I got this haircut, like my life has literally been brushing my hair so it looks normal, like yeah. all the time throughout the day. I just do it in my sleep now, apparently. Oh my goodness, that is so interesting. Yeah. And Any like, other like um, every about ten fifteen minutes, there is something that I do in my sleep. Just do do a random one. Let's see. Let's see what happens in a, with a so random one. This is one. at three twenty eight in the morning. Okay. Just waiting for what's about to happen. Okay. I up. I kind of sit up, and then I lay back down again. Yeah, like even still, that's pretty like abnormal, I guess, for like just regular sleep behavior. Yeah, and then although it begs the question, how many of us? Oh, two two minutes. Wait, actually, I just remembered. I was full on hanging out of the bed at one point. Like, I, this is all just one night. Yeah, all one night. Like, um, there was I was looking through the clips and I found one. I can't remember the specific one, so I'll take forever to find it. But like, I kind of sit up and like hang my head, like hang my torso off the side of this bed. Whoa. Yeah, and then like ten minutes later, I readjust myself back into so the bed. Was that just one specific night you were disturbed, or like it? No, every night has a very like every similar... night's fairly similar because like I recorded myself for a good week. Interesting. And like every that night, it was the same story. Like I do things like I'll pick my nose, I'll brush my hair, I do this thing where like even if I don't do anything that I would do when I'm awake, like I'll kind of do like this big kind of pull my sheets up over myself, even though they're already up yeah, and then okay. bring roll onto my side. Like I roll onto my back, lift up my sheets onto me and then roll back onto my side. Wow. I remember um, back in 2013 when I got my first iPod touch fifth gen, um, I got a app called the sleep talk recorder mm-hmm. that, um, you know, is very similar, works the same, but just audio. Um, and I remember, um, 
up at the cottage, you, me, and Max were having a sleepover. Oh yeah. And I recorded stuff there, um, and yeah, like some of us like made like talked in the sleep, and then we we kind of like got up the next day and um talked about it. But most of the mo- most of it was just like birds or something in the night. Yeah. Or, I haven't like I'll be honest. I am anxious to. Um, record myself or something <laughs> like that because I just a part of me just doesn't want to know like if I am doing things like that but at the same time I am curious because sleep is something that is very strange I mean mm. think about how weird humans are we go to sleep like there's just there, there's a period of our day where we just I mean that's not just humans but you know like where we just kind of rest yeah. for a bit um, but like you do you need it some days don't you oh yeah oh yeah for sure um, that's super interesting. I, I, I wonder, I wonder how many of us do that, but that's, that, that to me seems pretty abnormal. I mean, at least it's not full on sleepwalking. There are people with actual sleepwalking issues, you know, that actually like yeah. put themselves in a danger. There was a man in Florida, Florida man, Florida man, everyone's favorite superhero, <laughs> um, evil villain, woke up in a swamp surrounded by crocodiles <laughs> Wow! because he'd unlocked his door and walked outside he actually got his shotgun as well. Right, okay. And walked outside into a swamp and then woke up with crocodiles. Yeah, like even from that video, you can see that you can do very conscious things when you're unconscious. That's super... It's it's almost like mind control. It, like it, it, it looks like it looks like you're being mind controlled in like a SpongeBob movie. What if I am? Like what if my <laughs> body... What if I am... What if something is controlling me in my sleep? Wow. That, that'll be the title for this one. No, it'll episode. be me. I'm controlling myself <laughs> yeah, in my yeah, sleep. Yeah, yeah. But like my subconscious no, no, is no, no, controlling no, no. me in my sleep. Wait, Aaron. I have two syllables that will explain everything. 5G. There isn't even 5G in this area, Jordan. This has been That's going exactly on. exactly what the government wants you to think, Aaron. It's <laughs> exactly what the government wants you to think. So, Aaron. But I think you should record yourself one night. I think so too. My friend, <laughs> uh, my friend Nick at um, summer camp, he was the one in charge of Boone Lodge. So he was survival skills, making fire, all that sort of stuff. He found Fire man. Uh, yeah, I guess you could say. He found <laughs> in his cabin um, a game cam. So like, you know. Obviously, you, you strap it to a tree and record wildlife. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those yeah. ones. Um, trail cams. Trail cams, yeah. Um, we thought about so many different funny applications that we could use that <laughs> in. Like, there are so many different ways we could have, like, caused some serious havoc with it. Although, we believe that some kids... There's... Okay. There's this... There was this group of trees next to the lake at summer camp um, that had, like, a little, like... Uh, cove inside it uh-huh. cove inside it where uh, you know a lot of people would go and make out and stuff right apparently one of the nights at least or at least a couple of the nights some campers actually put a gopro in there and recorded everything wow yeah breach of privacy much yeah um so that would be terrifying um so you know, because campers are around, when, when I found that out, I'm like, you know what? 
Nick, let's maybe like not put it somewhere or yeah. Although actually, there was a. <laughs> I just I just snapped because I just remembered this. So I snap when I remember stuff because okay, there is so no light bulb around me. Originally, typically speaking, there are like different like sections of the camp. Like there's a there's a section of the camp um, with a bunch of campers for the senior boys and senior girls, etc. But this year they kind of condensed because they've only got half the amount of campers. They kind of condensed them all into one section of the camp. So it was. Half the camp that would usually be used for cabins wasn't really being used that much this year. Mm-hmm. So they were usually being used as staff cabins. My friend Jack and I shared a cabin up at Senior Boy Hill and we were the only ones there for a while. Then after two weeks, this other guy, Michael, came in and then a couple of days later, these two other new cooks came in and moved in there. Yes. Michael at one point saw this guy walking into a cabin, um, Gilbert's cabin, so the, the cook's. Gilbert's cabin and then walked out and then he asked Gilbert about it and Gilbert had no idea who it was. Right. He had no idea who it was. And then the next day he came looking for Gilbert and Michael was like, he tried to ask him questions about who he was and stuff. Then he just kind of like left. And Interesting. we never kind of figured out who it was because this is later towards the end of camp. Things were pretty busy day to day. We yeah. didn't worry about it too much, but it was really strange to like have this like dude just kind of like walking inside someone's camp, kind of sniffing around. Like it's really strange. We were thinking about using the game cam to like just set up outside <laughs> there and see how that went. But yeah, that one would be interesting. I've always thought about maybe getting one of those because there's lots of interesting things that happen around here. Yeah, in the bush. Well, there's a there's a really good video on YouTube I watched yesterday called Pennsylvania Man Captures All walks of life crossing bridge over river or something where it's, it's just this log bridge, the short log bridge over a river <clears throat> and the amount of different animals that cross there. It was really heartwarming to me. You have everything from, <laughs> there was like a chicken at one point, a massive grizzly bear or <clears throat> like, um, to little cats and, <laughs> um, hippopotamuses, <clears throat> giraffes, <clears throat> humans. Hello, mate. <laughs> And even pterodactyls. Ah! <laughs> ah! Aaron is just a walking, walking uh, sandbox. Sandbox, exactly. All right. <laughs> and even, um, Spanish. Um, and even, even. Um, what's uh, Pauline Hanson? <laughs> <laughs> okay. We've both finished community. My language has been murdered. We've both finished community. Aaron, yes, we have. What are your thoughts on the show? It's a very interesting show. I kind of like to. It lots of stuff happens. Lots of stuff happens. Like it's very different from lots of um, that style of show that I've watched, like even shows around the same time, like um, Parks, Parks and, and Rec or The Office, like yeah. they, they were all on at the exact same time yeah. on NBC. So it's yeah. like, it's very different. Yeah. But it's also extremely interesting. Like it's very, it has a lot of meta humor in it. Yeah. Humor in it. yeah. And it, it's all, it's so chaotic yet is so formulaic. It's like yeah. everything just kind of culminates together into like this, masterpiece the way i see it is that community starts out like a 
regular show. Like I haven't seen Parks and Rec, but I've seen clips from it. I know what the vibe is and similar with The Office. I mean, it's not a mockumentary like The Office is. Yeah. But um, it starts out like a typically regular show with, you know, main plot, side plots. You know, you have the old dude, the nerd, etc. Yeah, like all the... Um- Stereotypes and Stereotypes the ins and outs, the, yeah. the the flows of a of a of a TV show. It's not a it's not a fourth wall sitcom like Seinfeld or Big Bang. Yeah, um, it's it, it definitely is definitely not fourth wall. Sitcom. It's definitely not because like they literally sitcom. film from all sides yeah. of the table. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that's like it's. I'd say Community is probably the best example of breaking the fourth wall. I would I would totally agree with that as well. Um, the way I see it is that it starts out like a regular show and then it slowly realizes that it can be so much more. Yeah. And it starts out at honestly actually at the end of season one with the episode um I think Modern Warfare. Yeah. The first paintball episode. There is a for those that haven't seen it, there is an ep- episode towards the end of the first season where the entire campus turns into a massive paintball match and like, you know, um there are teams teams are created um, alliances of alliances form. of form. Everything's super dramatic. Yeah, but the, it's an entirely different show, you know, from what you mm. re- re- realize. And then I think after that episode, they realized, and they just kind of went, "Why don't we do an episode like that every time?" Yeah, and especially when you get towards season three. I think season three for me is the best season. I, I've only watched it all through once, but You're season right, three yeah. was the best because that's where they were absolutely wacky every time. Every episode was something completely new yeah they reinvented the their genre every single episode in that season not one episode is like season one anymore like season one mm. is the regular show season three every episode is just a different parody of something or something crazy and it's so wacky but it's filled with absolute fun i like to think of it as it's like it's it's almost like it's through the lens of Arbed. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's, that's exactly how I see it as well. Yeah. It's like he is always like Abed, the character is always trying to find connections in his real life to um, that of pop culture. So yeah. movies, TV shows and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and it almost seems like the ep- like how the episodes are. It, well, actually, it is how some episodes are written as mm. in like they are literally parodies of pop culture like yeah. in this community community college setting yeah which probably um for those that haven't seen the show before the the show is um follows a group of seven um people in which probably actually sort of started with this <laughs> yeah. seven people in community college they all take the same spanish class together so they decide to form, form a study, study, group. study group together um and it's it's got people like um, probably the most famous is Donald Glover at the moment. He was in it. Yeah. Um, Chevy Chase, classic comic from the eighties. Um, Jeff uh, Joel McHale, <laughs> Joel McHale. Um, you know, uh, they're all uh, Ken Jeong is in it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he just gets crazy as the season. His, his entire character itself is amazing because <laughs> he's something different every time. Oh, it's. Oh. In the first season, he's a Spanish teacher. In the second mm. season, he's what? The, he's a um, student. He's a student. In no. The, yeah, yeah. And then in the third season, yeah. In the third season, he becomes addict. He becomes part of the security team, and I don't want to spoil it, but he ends up becoming a dictator of the the entire school. Oh, that whole plotline. And then is there's insane. an episode. Like I don't want to spoil it, but like <laughs> there's an episode where they have to like infiltrate the school, which is essentially like North Korea. You have 
posters <laughs> everywhere about Chang. Oh. There's this <laughs> this little girl that sings a song to Chang. Um, talking about like how they need to sacrifice themselves to him or something. I don't know. It's oh, just it's- absolutely amazing. Like Aaron and I are having so much fun just thinking about these insane, wacky things. There's an episode yeah. where um, uh, uh, Troy and Arbed create a pillow fort throughout the um, like throughout the campus. Yeah, and that's the B plot. And then the next season, there's an entire like almost two part episode. <laughs> dedicated to this entire pillow fort versus blanket blanket fort. blanket fort it's like yeah <sighs> it's it's so much fun there's an there's another episode where it's all the christmas special is told in claymation through the lens of our bed but i'll go back to what you were saying before um yeah th- the reason um what i see community as is um Arbed is a character that is quite um He's like the he's the nerd of the group, but he's not necessarily like Sheldon Cooper in in the sense that he um, is actually he he's he's really he's really good at some social things, but he's also terrible at some social things. But yeah, basically he has a um he has a disorder like um Asperger's or ADHD, and he's trying to connect with people. Yeah, through pop culture that's exactly like- yeah and i see i see community community in my view is abed's coping mechanism and a way for everything to make sense to him because mm. he's always talking about how especially towards the later seasons how um things should go per episode like he's like it'll be like halfway through the episode and abed's like well this is like you know, the time when we're going to have like a friendship breakup and then eventually we'll reconnect and all that stuff. Yeah. Like like community, like Abed sees everything as a TV show. He thinks he's in a TV show, which is why um, I think it was at the end of season five. He says, um, if we don't all come back this year, it means that there's a massive meteor that's come and like destroyed the earth. Then he turns to the camera and then he says, and that's canon. You know, like he, yeah. <laughs> he, 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 he sees years as seasons and episodes and all the other characters are just like, they kind of get used to it. Yeah. You know, but I think it's absolutely brilliant. And it, yeah, it's, 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 um, it's meta humor as well. You I know? think an episode that highlights that is when um, Abed is doing therapy with Britta. And Britta's makes him um, tells him to go to his happy place, and his happy place is essentially the study group right. on a TV yeah. show. Yeah, and then within that yeah. happy place, he then has to go to another happy place. So he goes yeah. a level deeper. Yeah. into yet another TV show based on these seven people at community yeah. college, and I think that kind of highlights that. And also another episode, the um, ass crack bandit. Yeah, you know that <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I watched a film theory video that oh, okay. um, that puts because um, we never find out who that is. Yeah, but um, in, in the right. film theory, they put it as Arbed okay. is the person because they like they rule out basically everyone else from the seven in the study group. Yeah, except for Arbed because he has like the motive and like he like the whole episode is dramatized like a um like a heist no no heist um like a criminal investigation like an, like an NCIS yeah like style. An, <clears throat> Like an NCIS show. A lot of episodes show. are just parodies of other shows. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it kind of makes sense that like the, it's filmed like that. And he is, he is the bandit because like, he's trying to make this like show a reality kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
That sounds pretty. That sounds pretty cool. Is that like the Film Theories YouTube channel? Yeah, Film Theories. Yeah, Film YouTube. Theories. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, I'll send you the link. If I you think like. uh, I. Um, <laughs> okay, let's let let's let's sort of begin to wrap this up and let's talk about the ending without spoiling anything. What do you think of the ending? Like the end credits ending or the ending of the show? Uh, the ending of the show. Like the last episode. Yeah. I'm f- I am feel like it was a bit rushed. Mm. That's what I really feel like about it. But like it, <clears throat> there's a lot of things that happened with the show behind the scenes that I think gets reflected in the um, craftsmanship of the yeah. last season. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts? I think... Okay. Sorry, just I think squeak a touch. I... I I find, because we're not going to, it's hard to talk about this without spoilers, um, but I find that the ending, yeah, it's a little bit rushed. It just wasn't as grand as um, I was hoping it to be as rap. Okay. There are a lot of questions that are never answered in community. Yeah. And I think uh, sometimes they actually reference that in which that at one point um, uh, Arbed gets a girlfriend and she's brought up in one season and he's like, do you want to go out on a date? She's like, sure. And then nothing ever happens with that ever again yeah. until the next season in which they bring her back and they're like, hey, remember that? Remember, remember how you totally forgot about that girl? He's like, oh, yeah. Then, you know, he kind of like they go out or whatever. And then she's never mentioned it again either. Yeah. Like she's ditched again. And then and then the next season they, they reflect um, Arbed's talking about you know, Jeff, these are questions that, you know, will never get answered. You know, what what about this? What about this? What happened to that girlfriend I was seeing? We'll just never know. Um, and it, it's funny, but at the same time, there it's more than just that, that just isn't answered. Mm. Um, so okay. I, I kind of, I kind of found a little bit unsatisfied. Yeah. But at the same time, it ends with the Lord Huron song. So I'm happy with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but what did you think of the second last episode? What is the second last episode again? It was the wedding. I think it was absolutely hilarious. I thought it was hilarious, but I felt like it was so out of place. I don't think it's a second last episode. I agree. Because like I was watching it and I was like, this is the second last episode. They just had their paintball finale and then we go to this wedding and then it's the final episode. I felt like it was very out of place. I completely agree. But um, I think what they were doing there... It would be less out of place if the last episode was more emotional because a lot of the time, um, like creators will put something comedic right before the last episode. Uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender, for example. It's have you seen the full series? No, I haven't. You really I really should. need to. They're watching it's, it through at the moment. It's amazing. Um, my my favorite show of all time. Um, that's just got three seasons of twenty two episodes, but it's got a massive long arc that has ca- um that it's got a massive arc of Aang trying to defeat the fire Lord and you have massive character arts, lots of emotional development. Then it, there's a four part series finale, which is amazing, epic action filled and whatever. The last episode before that is the characters go to a theater show and they, sounds funny. yeah, they go to a theater show about because they're actually kind of like, cause the avatar is a famous character within the world. Um, and they're trying to defeat the leader of the Fire Nation and they're currently in the Fire Nation and they're watching a play talking about their journey <laughs> over the show. 
Um, but it's super funny because they, you know, just, um, they they um, make all the characters just absolutely dumb. Um, and the 12 year old girl is instead played by this like super muscly, like 50 year old guy. And it's, it's a terrible, terrible theater show, but it's absolutely hilarious. And it's some great comic relief right before the emotional and action impact of the last finale. Problem with community is though, is that the, the last episode was just kind of talking about how they're going to continue, how essentially the last episode is all the characters. It would go. Yeah, continue. yeah. Um, how they would write a season seven of yeah. the show, essentially. Um, but I, I, I kind of found it to be a bit disjointed. I feel as though they should have spent more time reflecting on the show that was instead of what they sh- want the show to be. Yeah. But the problem with that is that if they reflect on it too much, they'll kind of realize that the show was better at the beginning because they had more characters. Out of the seven people... Out of seven main characters that start in Community, only four of them are there by the end of the show. Yeah. Like three of them leave. So it's... It, it, what, what did you think about Pierce leaving? Okay. I... We, we won't say... We won't talk about Pierce too much, but I feel as though I liked Pierce as a character. I think he was really funny. But the... Did you watch the first Dungeons & Dragons episode? Did you watch Community on Netflix? Yeah. There's an episode that you haven't seen yet. Right. That was banned from Netflix. Right. Because Chang... Um, okay, so um, you know how there was a Dungeons & Dragons episode in season five, I think. Yeah, with the um, dad and son. Yeah. Yep. There was actually another episode back in season three um, where they played Dungeons & Dragons with Pierce. Um, or with the whole group. With the right, whole group yeah. and and um and an outsider, um they mentioned it later on that you you wouldn't have gotten a couple of references actually now but this is actually cool because now you have like another episode <laughs> that you haven't seen yet that must be exciting but um essentially uh it's banned from Netflix because um Chang wanted to be a dark elf so he covered himself in black body paint which is like blackface um right so we won't go into the politics of that but there is an episode that you haven't seen yet um. I liked Pierce until that episode. There's a there's a scene in which he is incredibly mean to someone. And since after that episode, Pierce was kind of ruined for me in in the sense that I didn't really care about the dude anymore. He was he was just like he's bad unrede- words. unredeemable. Un- almost unredeemable. Like he did some really nice things, but I I kind of found Pierce to always be selfish yeah. no matter what. That, but that's his character, though. That's his character. And, and it's also him. In, well. Yeah, I mean, I've <laughs> never liked Chevy Chase much because I know that he is kind of a really mean... Like, when you go to Reddit and you see, like, um, ask Reddit's like, what is one celebrity you've had an interaction with um, that's been bad? So much. You see so much Chevy Chase there because right, he's yeah. known for being mean to people. Um, and I kind of like that his character is kind of like that. It's just kind of him not really acting too much, I guess you could say. Um, guess that's where the conflict came from. With yeah. Me, that being said, I, I, I do wish, yeah, I do wish he stayed on the show though. I, I'm not saying that I'm glad he left, but um, I, yeah, that's my, that's my thought. What about you? Uh, yeah. I, I never really liked him as a character cause like he's, he's a very unique character to, take in yeah yeah constant I, um 
fairly derogatory and um, racist jokes, essentially. Yeah, yeah. I, I um, I I kind of appreciated that that the study group had that element of, I guess you could just say, um, if no one else is going to say it, I will kind of attitude. Yeah. But at the same time, he was taken too far in too many circumstances. There's another episode where um, one of them wants to do like a performance and then oh, what what is it like um, Annie Annie Oh uh, yeah the um, drug awareness Yeah the drug awareness like yeah the, the, they want the, the, they're a bunch of bees and um, Pierce is like a marijuana leaf and they uh, they're trying to say that drugs are bad but Pierce like kind of says a line that everyone laughs at so he kind of makes everyone love weed and then everyone all the kids are like chanting we love weed we love weed we love, we love weed drugs. <laughs> oh love drugs. We love drugs yeah 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 um but the, the kind of the b plot to that episode is that he's he was paying annie to um he's helping her out with like her rental her apartment rent because pierce is rich and she's quite broke yeah. um but he um when annie tries to get him in line for being um t- you know taking the script to off track um he's like oh i guess i'll just have to stop your payments then so he's he's like i'm like oh i thought that was like a nice moment for pierce where he's just reaching out to annie to give her some hand but no he's manipulating her again okay i could see that coming i could see it coming too but i just didn't want to believe it and then it's like he was just too mean at some circumstances Mm. but what did you think of remedial chaos series? I, okay, I think oh. we should wrap up this episode. It's starting to drag. Yes, on it a bit. is. It's going to the fifty-four mark. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, Aaron and I are going to continue talking about. Um, It'll just community. fade off as we continue. Talking. There's just one more thing I'd like to talk about. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I'd encourage you to get up Google Maps on your computer or your iPad or phone or whatever you want. So for some reason, I was just, I, it's a hobby. Oh yeah, your last item, I completely forgot. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's it's real quick. I was, I was just kind of like, I was like, what's in the middle of Africa? You know, you know, you have the Congo, the Congo desert. <laughs> and then you have the, like the Sahara desert up top. But then I'm like, I'm just going to like see what's in Africa. And I zoomed in and I'm just kind of like, yeah, it's just trees, just trees, just trees. But then I find like a little, a street with like a couple houses on it or something and then there's a little location blip there it's called crazy mike's congo club <laughs> like i was like what is it's this a third, it's the third thing yeah and it's right in the middle oh uh, should i go to go satellite? to rev- sorry should I go yeah to go to satellite you won't be able to see much it's literally just a couple houses in the middle of the congo <laughs> But I saw this thing called the Crazy Mike's Congo Club. It's a disco club. It's a disco club. <laughs> but here's the thing. I don't think it actually exists. You think it's just someone trolling? Someone just put it there. But then people left reviews. <laughs> and like, here's someone who has 475 reviews. So like, yeah. they should be trustworthy. Read out Noah's review. Noah's review. I think it gets a little bit explicit, but... Okay, um, my plane crashed in the jungle and I wandered for days, fighting off leopards, crocodiles, and hippos. Luckily, I came across this small clearing in with a building in it. Nearly dead from my wounds, I saw a building, a hospital, a restaurant to the a restaurant to end my hunger. No, it was Crazy Mike's Congo Club. <laughs> <laughs> and then do the review above that. 
Oh, thanks Noah for recommending it. I was with my girlfriend and she loved it. The only thing I didn't like, um, like it's that she preferred to stay with those BBC and she left me. <laughs> but place, but place good. is good. <laughs> and I think there are a couple others. Um, pretty good nightclub. And someone else says, how, how well, however, all the server, all they serve is um bongos. <laughs> I don't think I read this one. It's in a different language. Oh. Good French cuisine, a chic bar, and modern dance floor. Perhaps the best disco club south of Saratov. The toilet, of course, is on the street. This only adds to the African outback. <laughs> adds quality. <laughs> so it's just this random place that, let's be honest, that's not a that's not a dance club. That's a tin house. Yeah. But like it's just this place that <laughs> Someone made and then other people have randomly found whilst also just browsing random stuff. See similar places. But like there's nothing like There's nothing else. I search there. for similar places and there's literally nothing until you hit Europe. Well, I'm guessing that there are other civilizations <laughs> in Africa, but I'm just it's just a little jewel. Like I I was literally zoomed in and somehow I came across <laughs> Crazy Mike's Congo Club. I was Club. like, what? Like originally I saw it, I'm like, oh yeah. And then I went back. I'm like, wait, Crazy Mike's Congo Club? What is that? <laughs> like, yeah, you have to be zoomed in quite far to be able to even see it. Yeah. Man, so was you, were really, yeah, you were really uh, looking, weren't I, you? No, I, like, I, was, I was there for like five seconds. I just zoomed into the right place at the right time. <laughs> How far from the Amazon? Is that the Amazon? The Amazon's on the other side of the planet. On South Africa. Oh, never <laughs> mind. I'm crazy. It's All right. a very long river, though. Um, I believe it's the longest in the world. The Nile. I'm not sure if that's a Nile, but who knows? That splits off. I don't think yeah. it's a Nile. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning into this week's episode of the Tasteful Podcast. We've loved having you here. Yes, we have. And... Uh, <laughs> Um, we, we uh, hope tune in next time. <laughs> where we will the, the, this outro just like nose dived. I was expecting you to pick it up. Pick what up? I, I, I my <laughs> I looked to you to like continue, and then you're like, yeah, we have. <laughs> okay. Oh, I didn't. I did talk about KFC. I'll talk about that next week. Okay, we can talk about KFC next week. So make sure tune you in tune next in week for for, that. for KFC. Talk and also we're going to be talking about the new iPhones that have just come out. Yeah, unfortunately, I think I've already told everyone you work at KFC. Bye. Bye.